T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Just after 7 o'clock, and this is Wiggins America. Thanks for tuning in. Great weekend ahead. A little cold this morning, as it should be here in the middle of November now, but a great weekend ahead. And just a reminder, too, that the Veterans Day Parade going on tomorrow, it's the 18th annual. It's in Florissant. We're all going to be there from 97.1. We invite you to join us. And if you've never met us, we'd love to meet you. We're going to be giving away stickers, throwing out candy, I'm actually going to be emceeing, I guess, the parade, announcing it as it goes by. So that'll be fun. So come out and see us tomorrow in Florissant. All the details are at 971talk.com slash events if you want. Or you can look up Veterans Day Parade Florissant. It'll probably come up give you all the details of where we'll be. And before we get into the uh, the meat here, uh, just a reminder, too, that you can rewind on the Odyssey app and hear the whole first hour or get the podcast some great stuff there, but we didn't get into this. And this is what I've been waiting to get into the whole morning. The results of Election Week 2021. 2021 is obviously not the big election year. So 2020 is president, presidential years, every four years, the biggest ones. The midterms, 2022 coming up. But there are some weird states like Virginia and New, uh, New Jersey that elect their governors. 
and there's always special elections and things at this time of year too. So I'm going to break this down. Now, most of this you've you've heard, you probably have already heard, unless you've been under a rock, that Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, won Virginia, and he is the new governor of that state. Also, uh, Winsome Sears won the lieutenant governor's race there in Virginia, and a Republican won the attorney general's seat in Virginia. So huge sweep for Republicans in Virginia. And that's a big deal. Of course, again, if you've been paying attention, we've talked that to death. You understand how big of a deal that is. That was roughly a 11-point swing, basically, toward Republicans statewide in Virginia. That's pretty big. What's not being talked about quite as much is New Jersey, and the point spread was actually bigger. It was more like a 13- to 14-point swing toward Republicans in New Jersey. It caught everybody off guard. Nobody knew the names of, well, you knew Murphy just because he was the governor of New Jersey, if you paid close attention. But nobody knew who Jack Citarelli was until he pulled off this almost upset. And it's not over yet. And that's what I want to get to. But hang on a second. Let's look at the rest of the results nationwide because there's a lot of races that aren't getting any attention. Ohio 15, that is the, uh, the House of Representatives district there in Ohio. The Republican Kerry beat Russo there. And it, too, was a bigger swing toward Republicans. Now, this is a Republican district. So it, it, in 2020, the Republican there won by 14 points. But this year, the one by 17 points. So even in Republican districts, it's swinging redder. And in blue states, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time. And there, there have been times, but I can't remember offhand the last time there was a 14-point swing toward Republicans in a blue state like New Jersey. Now, Chris Christie did do some things there that were unusual. So New Jersey can be won by Republicans, and obviously Virginia can too. And Illinois, I'm encouraged. I'm an Illinois resident. You don't see a whole lot of Republicans winning statewide races in Illinois. But in this environment, I really think that we can see that. Some other races to point out, uh, Republicans won big in two statewide Pennsylvania elections. That's noteworthy. One of them is the Supreme Court for Pennsylvania. It doesn't swing the balance of the Supreme Court, but it is a statewide election. That one's noteworthy because when we talk about blue states, Virginia and New Jersey, and Republicans almost pulling off wins, and again, we'll get to not sure yet that Jack Citarelli has lost, but it is looking that way. Um, you look at swing states, and the, the swing toward Republicans was just as big. So when a Republican wins a – two Republicans in Pennsylvania, for instance, win statewide elections, that's kind of a big deal – because it's a swing state, right? So you go into a presidential year and you say, well, what's that going to look like in 2024 or 2022 even? The last one uh, to point out that is not getting any attention is the House state house district in Texas. This was a border district. And the Democrat running in this border district knew he was in trouble and knew that his constituents were just mad. He went on Brian Kilmeade this week. And spoke as a Democrat against the Democrat policies nationally, basically Biden's policies nationally, about how horrible they are for border districts and for people living in border towns. As Jim Carifano says often, though, we're all border cities now because they're just busing and flying people all over the country and just dropping them off. So we're all being affected by this. It's not just Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, but 
they're fed up. Here's why that's no, noteworthy. That district that the the Brian Kilmeade had the guy on this week, that's a 75% Hispanic Texas district. A Republican just won that district. That's a pretty big deal. Now, Hispanic voters traditionally are not Republican voters as much, but in the last couple of election cycles, it is swinging hard to the right. In Virginia, for instance, 55% of Hispanic voters voted for the Republican. The weird thing is the National Democratic Party doesn't seem to care. They're still pushing forward with their agenda, which just got repudiated at the ballot box. And you could say, well, they're local elections, not federal elections. That's fine. But they reflect a mood against things that are happening both at the state level and at the national government level that uh, that people don't like. And they're pushing back on these things, especially in Virginia, where Washington, D.C. is Fairfax County basically is Washington, D.C. There was a pushback hard against these things, yet they don't care. They're pushing forward with vax mandates. And guess who that affects? It's not just right-wing talk radio. It's not just you as a conservative, if you're listening to the show, and you're hesitant to get a vaccine. Yeah, there are those of us who are talking about that, and I'll talk about it like crazy because I've got crazy natural immunity, but nobody seems to care about that. I've got my antibodies tested. Isn't that the point of getting a vaccine is to get antibodies? I've got more antibodies than most people have vaccines. I digress. The, the Democrat Party is pushing forward with this control agenda, which is what it is. You can't, you can't spin it as safety when you say any little fact like the one I just mentioned. There's, there's others. You can talk about other medications. You can talk about uh, comorbidities. You can talk about lots of things. But they don't seem to matter to the Democrat Party who's pushing vaccine mandates simply because of control. Don't try to convince me otherwise because you'll lose. That's why they're doing this is because they want to control people and they want control. Mostly minorities are the most hesitant to get this vaccine. Did you know that statistically? Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, they are actually a higher percentage of the hesitance for vaccines than anybody else, except for PhDs. This was a couple months ago. I noticed this. I don't know if it's still the same. People with PhDs have been very, very hesitant to get the vaccine too. <laughs> Try to explain that. But what's weird is that these are all Democrat strongholds. They used to be, and they should be, and they're pushing them into the Republican category. That is political suicide. It's stupid. So why are they doing that? Well, it's because they don't seem to care about elections anymore. They don't. They don't seem to care about what's happening at the ballot box. Jack Citarelli is not giving in on New Jersey because the race is so close. And that's good. Uh, he, he's a, he seems like a really rational guy. Listen to him and what he has to say about what's going to happen going forward from now. Currently... Governor Murphy and I are separated by about 1% after 2.4 million ballots counted. There are still tens of thousands of vote-by-mail and provisional ballots yet to be counted. And so, the governor's victory speech last night was premature. No one should be declaring victory or conceding the election until every legal vote is counted. Here is where we stand. First, we're going to allow the 21 counties to continue with the process of counting every legal vote-by-mail and provisional ballot. That could take another week or two, and we've got compliance people watching over that. 
If necessary, any decision on a recount or audit will come at the very end of the counting process, not before. Second, I don't want people falling victim to wild conspiracy theories or online rumors. While consideration is paid to any and all credible reports, please don't believe everything you see or read online. Third, you can report any perceived or real irregularity to the Voter Integrity Hotline set up by the NJGOP. The number is 609 609- 288-2925. Rational guy. There's no reason for him to back down. It's such a close race that he shouldn't. But he says some things there that I like. He says, don't believe every conspiracy you see on the internet because some of them will turn out to be not true. That's very true. In fact, some of those are planted by people in, as intentional misinformation. So don't believe everything. But trust that he anyway, and I don't know about the New, Jer- New Jersey GOP or anything like that, But he is going to look into all of those issues. And there's a hotline you can call and report them if you see them. Which brings us to a little segment I like to call Tales from the Dark Side. There is unseen by most an underworld. A place that is just as real but not as brightly lit. A dark side. This tale from the dark side is related to Jack Citarelli. And there's multiple angles why this is a tale from the dark side, partially because this feels a lot like 2020, where we're looking at election anomalies, very, very close election, and saying, hmm, some of this looks kind of weird. Now, I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. But let's bring up just a couple things. And if you're listening to the show because you hate conservatives and you love driving yourself crazy, I know that you're out there. You listen. We know. You get on the chats. You let us know. Uh, I've got this for you. In Bergen County, New Jersey, they were reporting, all news outlets were reporting, including the New York Times, RCP, all of them. These are the ones I watch, especially, too. 100% of the vote total had been in for Bergen County. And Jack Citarelli was up 52% to 48%. Sometime at around 1.30 in the morning or between 1.30 and 3 a.m., that switched to have Murphy up by 52% and Jack Citarelli down by about 48, down to 48 or 50, or sorry, 48 or 47%. So basically a switch of the percentages. Now, that could be just somebody entered a number wrong. That's fine. But why would somebody's vote co- vote total go down suddenly, which is what Citarelli's did? That's weird. And then why would Murphy's go up by 40,000 votes? That's what happened in Bergen County. A lot of people watching this, and there's, you can document, you can see that it happened. There's no doubt that it happened. So the question is, why did it happen? Well, again, I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt, and say that somebody entered a number wrong. That happens. I wish it wouldn't happen. I wish we'd have some sort of better reporting system for elections in this country, especially right now when everybody's watching them and and saying, whoa, there's some issues here. But errors happen. Here's my question for you, though. Again, if you're listening and you don't like conservatives and you think everybody's crazy and conspiracy theorists, especially on elections, let me ask you this. Why do these things always benefit Democrats? Why do these issues always go toward one 
party. Or here's another example. In, uh, I believe it was Essex County, there were 54 voting machines that at about the same time, 1.30 in the morning, they were turned off before they were counted. Now, you can say, well, that's, and here's what everybody is saying, well, that's a Democrat county. It's, you know, if, if you count those votes, that's just going to benefit Murphy. Well, fine. But doesn't it also look like you turn those machines off so that you could wait and see what the vote total was needed so that you could turn them back on and then recount it? That doesn't sound that crazy to me. That sounds like something you would do if you were trying to cheat, if you're trying to win an election fraudulently. You'd turn off 54 machines, wait to see how much you're losing by, turn them back off, and count whatever you needed in a Democrat stronghold where there's very little oversight. Again, my point is, why do these things, these election anomalies, only benefit Democrats or happen in deep blue Democrat territory? Now, I'm sure somebody's going to point out that it does happen in Republican territories, but and and it does. You know, errors happen all over the place. Error, error things are just errors. That happens. That's always happened. I'm talking about really fishy-looking stuff. Why is it always in Fulton County, Georgia? Why is it always in Detroit? Why is it always in Chicago? Why is it always in the deepest blue areas? So if you're listening to this, I would love to hear your answer to that. Because somebody's going to say, well, it's because of population. Well, you know what? It's, it's usually voting machines per 1,000 or, or per 10,000. So that shouldn't affect the population. What it looks like is that where there's the least oversight, there's the most issues. That's the tale from the dark side this morning. And we will always keep our eye on it. And we'll keep our eye on Republicans, too. I don't care who's trying to cheat or if they are. We're going to point it out no matter what. Because if Republicans did it, I would want them to be thrown in jail. So we'll watch all of it all the time. That's part of our jobs. This is Ryan Wiggins. This is Wiggins America. Stick around. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, real quick, we have an author coming in next. His name is Brian McKenna, and he writes really fun books. So I'm a novel guy. So, yeah, by the way, go buy my novel. (laughs) Uh, Go check out The Life of Human. It's getting pretty good reviews out there on Goodreads and Amazon. Amazon's got great reviews, 4.77 out of 5. And then Goodreads, where people are much more brutal. You know, I think your friends get on Amazon, but... The, the real readers get on Goodreads, and Goodreads has it at a 4.25 out of 5, which is still very, very good. So uh, I, I am bragging. Yes, I am, and I'm trying to get you to buy my book. It's called The Life of Human, and you can get it at Amazon. Let me know what you think of it, and I will uh, gladly share that with the world, unless it's bad, and then I will ignore you. <laughs> but uh, Brian McCann is coming in next, and again, he is an author. He wrote a book called How to Master the Claw Grab, and he is a claw grab master technician, I guess you could call him. I've read most of the book and uh, very, very easy to read. And he's going to give us tips on how to, (laughs) I know, I know we're talking about like election integrity. We're talking about the races from this week and we're talking about the, the American medical medical association, basically pushing a ridiculous Marxist worldview. And then the last segment, we're going to talk about how to beat a claw grab game. Hey, why not? Right? It's fun. So stick around. That's next. If you want to, if you want to walk in with somebody into a Walmart next time and just go, oh, hang on a second. Let me put a buck in this machine. Maybe we can get you there by the end of this hour. But first, let's talk about this. Wow, Wiggins America. Man, this is big news. Been following this for a few weeks, and if you get the podcast, you'll know that we said. That's a nice way for me to say, I said, because it sounds like first-person plural, like more people were saying it. Really, it was just me saying, something's coming down the pike from this Durham investigation, and here we are. What does that mean? Well, this is all, the history of all this, you you probably know it, but a, a brief refresher is that there was this dossier, I don't know why it got called that, it's just a piece of paper, a, a report, called the Steele dossier, because Christopher Steele is the person who made it, um used all these different sources to come up with this narrative 
that Donald Trump was colluding, was was friends with Vladimir Putin, was friends with all of Russia, Russian agents, whoever, to steal the 2016 election. Nobody could really prove how he had stolen it, but this became the narrative, as you recall. Even after he was president, they accused him of colluding with Russia and did two years of investigating. The Mueller report found nothing. As you recall, the Mueller report came out, he testified before Congress that there was no collusion. And then it kind of went away, but not really because the narrative was so strong that people just kept saying it and believing it. So here we are, it's 2021, and the whole idea that Trump colluded with Russia has not only fallen apart, it has been completely flipped. And how many times have you heard us or whoever say, maybe you've said it, that whenever Democrats, and I'm specific, a lot of times I'll say, politicians do this. No, in this case, when it's whenever Democrats accuse Republicans of doing something, and I'm talking about Democrats in office. I'm not talking about your average Democrat voter. I'm talking about people in power on the left will always accuse people of doing what they're doing. It's deflection. It's, it's 101. That's how you do it. And it works because there is still a huge portion of this country that thinks Trump is in Putin's back pocket for absolutely no reason. Here's how stupid the Mueller report was. If you remember at the beginning of that thing, remember the the, the uh, texts between Page and Strzok, the FBI agents that were having an affair, and they looked into their, they found out about the affair because they looked into their texts, and they found out, oh, these two are more than friends, um, <clears throat> and they're not married. They That's where the famous quote, there's no there there, it was a mistype because what um, what Strzok was saying to Page was, yes, they're going to do this investigation into Trump. Yes, we've got enough to look into it because of the Steele dossier, but there's nothing actually there. There's no there there. So they knew that, the FBI knew that, the top ech- echelons of the, of the organization knew that there was no there there from the start of this thing and did it anyway because the media lapped it up like kittens and milk. They loved it. They loved it. And that's all that matters. And there is going to be no justice for the media in this other than from people like us who are paying attention and people like you who pay attention, who want to hear the truth, who are going to say, yep, I see it now. Maybe you didn't see it then. You probably did at the time because you knew what was going on. It's easy to see these things if you really look. But now we have 100% proof that what we suspected the whole time, which was political shenanigans, is the actual proof. So anyway, that catches you up to where we are now, which is John Durham doing this investigation. John Durham was appointed right at the end of the Trump administration by Bill Barr. No matter what you think of Bill Barr, I am really on the fence about that guy. Some things come. It's like Mitch McConnell for me. Some things come out about him that I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Keep doing that. And other times you're like, what are you thinking, man? That's what Bill Barr is, in my opinion. But he did appoint John Durham right before that administration was over. And so John Durham has been doing this investigation. and He can't be touched because he was appointed by the attorney general at the time. So the new attorney general can't come in, Merrick Garland, and just say, yeah, we're ending that. It, it doesn't work that way. And Bill Barr do that. So he, John Durham's been doing this investigation for a while now. 
And uh, he has been working his way through the ranks. And now he has indicted Igor Dachenko, who is way, way up in this thing. So here's what they would do. They would, they would kind of find a source to make something up, find somebody near them to confirm the lie or the, the hyperbole of whatever they were talking about. And then they would confirm each other. It was like a circle. It was like a mob ring, a circle of people just confirming each other's fake reports so that it looked like there was more than one person behind this thing investigating it. All of this, though, was funded by the Clinton campaign. That is very, very illegal. And in the words of Hans von Spakovsky, who talked to Annie Fry yesterday and talks to people on our station all the time from Heritage, he's a legal expert, he said this is one of the worst, most disgusting, or in his words, I think despicable, something like that, uh, episodes of lawlessness in American history. Because what you have is a political campaign colluding with Russia and, or with at least with Russian agents, we don't know about Putin himself, but Russian agents and our own FBI to take down a political opponent, a political candidate. They did not want Trump to win. He won anyway. Then they continued to investigate him. And they knew, the FBI knew that this whole thing was bunk and they knew who was behind it. Now, they may have known from the beginning. What we know for a fact is that they knew who was behind this thing and that it was all lies in at least 2017. So why didn't they arrest people starting in 2017 or do these investigations themselves? Why did it take John Durham investigating this for almost now a year independent of the FBI? You realize what's happening here? John Durham is a special counsel investigating our own FBI. Conclusion? because we're almost out of time here. Hillary Clinton worked with Russia. Hillary Clinton colluded with Russia, yet the narrative is that Donald Trump did. That's the takeaway. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, so we've uh, broken down the issues of the day and the world enough that, uh, and I'm not going to say this is less important than that, but Brian McKenna is here, and the reason that he's here is to break down one of these major world issues that I've mentioned before on the show, but Brian, you can break it down better than I can. Thank you for coming in and thank you for giving me one of your books. Sure. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Go ahead and tell people what the title is so they know what we're talking about. And like you mentioned, this is very important stuff. The title of the book is How to Beat the Claw Machine. Yes. So again, 
We're solving world issues here, <laughs> and this one may be a little bit more minor, but still a world issue, how to beat the claw machine. So I told you as, as you're walking in, I said, I was so glad when I saw that you posted about this book. So Brian, little disclosure, Brian used to work here and kind of around all these stations, but you worked for 97.1 some, right? I was a producer, yes. Yes, okay. So over the summer... A friend of mine who I actually do live endorsements for, he's Ty Parker from Fountains Family Dentistry. I ran into him at an arcade. And he, I've known him my whole life pretty much since junior high anyway. He told me, he's like, oh, I don't, have we ever been to an arcade together? I said, I don't actually know. I don't <laughs> remember. <question>. Yeah. <laughs> but I ran into him at one because our kids were apparently both craving the same thing, which was tickets. And uh, he said, oh, did you know I'm a master at claw grab machines. And he said, I said, no, I've never, I didn't know you could be a master at claw grab machines. And so he walked me through uh, some different scenarios that claw machines, he, he said, well, they're all computerized, of course. Right. And so once you figure out kind of the algorithm, you can figure out how to beat them. True or false? It is true. Yes, there okay. is an algorithm. Um, there is a learning curve. But if you know the right techniques, the right situations to look for, um, you can absolutely overcome that algorithm. Okay, so explain why you're the expert on this, Brian. Well, I will say my credentials are pretty strong. Um, I uh, I was a very annoying kid, and I always begged my parents for money for the arcade. And so I got really good at claw machines at a young age. And when I turned 17, I actually started my very first um, company, and I had claw machines and gumball machines and different local businesses. And so just through owning them and fixing them and playing them, um, I've really learned how to master these things. And I actually was the arcade technician for Six Flags for, for a couple of years, which was an absolute um, education and claws. I mean, digging in deep, going into the programming and everything. So I've spent quite a lot of time with the claw. Wow, that's that's some real credentials. I uh, I didn't I knew most of that. I didn't know about the Six Flags thing though. So that's yeah. that's super cool. Um, so so the I think from reading your book, which is a great read because it's not a long read. Right. I thought you know if I'm going to take a master class in how to beat the claw machine, <laughs> I, it's going to be you know we're going to read a novel, but it's not. You know, it's it's like you could sit down and read it in you know an hour maybe less. Yep. And really get a lot of tips. So let's go through this thing. One of the things that jumped out at me is that you said that people who program claw machines, they absolutely are rigging them against you. <laughs> so I, yes. I I didn't even know that was legal, but like, explain how this works. So there's basically the algorithm works where the machine has to collect a certain amount of money before it will allow the claw to have enough strength to pick up a prize. Um, on average, claw machines pay out about 5 to 10% of the time, so it's, it's not a huge percent. But the way it works is, and this is a little devious, I, I, I hate to expose those claw so machine companies. You have to now you're here. I know. Um, there's something called a three-second hold, and it's pretty common in the industry. Basically what that is is when you activate the claw and it comes down and picks up your prize, it'll uh, give the claw enough strength to hold your prize for three seconds and then after that it loosens it and that's why a lot of times you'll get the effect where it picks up your prize and then promptly drops it oh so that's on so that's not just where it hits the top and shakes and then oh it wasn't strong enough that was actually designed that way yes and I will say that there are you know instances where it hits the top and shakes and it's not on a three second hold if it's in that pattern where it's ready to pay out 
but most times, nine out of ten, it's uh, it's programmed. So one out of every what was it? One out of every not fifty times. Is um, it fifty? It's actually going to grab it and hold it. Yeah, roughly one out of every fifty times. Yeah. So you got to spend if you're a dollar. It's a dollar machine. You got to spend fifty dollars if you're the unlucky person who walked up right after a win. Right. So that's probably a good advice too, right? Never, never play the machine right after you see somebody win it. Absolutely. And I would also say if you see someone play the machine and not win, like if someone sat there and put ten bucks in it, walk up. It might be ready. So if I'm walking in a novice, which I am. Other than the education my friend gave me the other day uh, and what you're telling me now, I'm a complete novice at this. But you're, this is my seven-year-old dream. As you, you know, you, you <laughs> right. worked in the industry that you tell a seven-year-old kid that, like mine is right, right now, he'd be like, oh my gosh, what else? I want to do that with my life. Right. Um, but I haven't, and you have. So if I'm walking up to, let's say I'm in an arcade or a Walmart, and does, mm-hmm. does the place matter? I guess that's a good question too. Does the place matter? Sometimes, yeah. I will say places like Walmart, like they have a large national contract. So the one company maintains all their claws. So my recommendation with that is if you get good at the Walmart claw, if you can do it, you can use your skills almost at any Walmart. Okay, okay, okay. So let's let's use Walmart as an example then. And just once again, since we're right in the middle of this, if, you, if you're just joining us, how to, ble- how to Beat the Claw Machine is the name of the book. Brian McKenna wrote it. You can get it on Amazon, I'm assuming. Yep, right? and Anywhere clawmachinebook.com. Else. Okay, clawmachinebook.com. So if I'm walking into a Walmart, I'm a complete novice, what do you tell me to give me a leg up? Okay. First and foremost, let's scope out the machine, okay? Um, A couple things you want to look for. Prizes that aren't pushed up against other prizes. Let's look for some gaps because like we talked about, the way to beat the claw is to... Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but you want to get the claw as far underneath the stuffed animal as possible. So there is a strategy to the actual dropping of it. It's not just yeah. you're going to win every 50 times, so don't worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, you can beat it even if it's not your time? Correct. Oh. And there's different ways we can do that. So so what's what goes on with the claw is there's a certain amount of strength at any given time it can have. Okay. That extra strength it gives when it's ready to pay off is like, hey, we're gonna we're about to get, we're just going to give one out. Okay. But you can still pick one up and win one. Outside of that time. So um, I always say look for a prize that's not bunched up with another one because you want to make sure those prongs can really get around it. Um, we don't want to stab. That's a that's a claw term, as we know in the industry. Okay. Uh, another prize um, because it'll prevent your claws from getting underneath. Another huge tip I love to tell people is you want to go for a prize that's laying horizontally. And if you can imagine one sitting vertically, you come down, you might hit the head, the claw might go around the body, but you're not going to get fully underneath the stuffed animal. When you go for something horizontally, you have a lot better chance of getting around the body of the prize. Okay, so when you talk about the computer and the algorithm being one every 50 times, it's just going to absolutely give you a, you got, you got a gimme because it's going to grab whatever you grab. Right. On those, I'm assuming it's, it could actually grab a few things. Yeah. If, if you're doing the right machine. No doubt. So, but beyond those one out of every 50, are there different types of grabs? Like you said, sometimes it's going to go down, pull up, and then immediately drop or three seconds drop. So obviously you have one that's a sure winner, one Mm -hmm. that's a sure drop. Does that mean every other type is a possible winner? Yes. You always have the chance. Um, What I would say is with that, you know, period of time where it's not necessarily a gimme, 
you want to use everything to your advantage. So I'm always looking for hooks. I'm always looking for um, something I can, you know, um, send the cloth through that when it picks up, it'll give it a little more hug. Gotcha. Um, other things I always recommend, try to grab something close to the prize shoot because worst case scenario, if it picks it up on that three second hold and drops it, you always have a chance it's going to drop it and bounce into the chute or roll in. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, and then my last big piece of advice would be, um, have you ever heard of the swing technique before? No. Okay, this is one I outline in my book. Um, essentially, some claws are very rigid. You know, you, you, you move the joystick and you see it just very slowly moves to wherever you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Others, you'll see the claw kind of swings wildly, you know, almost hitting the glass sometimes. Um, what I'll do is, with the swing technique, if there's a prize like up against the glass or in not so great of a position, you can use the joystick, move it back and forth, and start getting a motion with the claw. Okay. Then, if you all forget your timing, it might take you a few tries, but when you hit the drop button, it can a lot of times swing into a position where it wouldn't normally be able to reach that prize otherwise, or sometimes it'll hit it and it'll be kind of on its side, you know, if it comes into this angle. Um, and so, again, it's all about getting underneath the prize, um, but that's one technique you can use to boost your odds. So you, Brian McKenna, being a master claw grab player, can you walk up to any machine and just boom, beat it right away? Or do you have to figure out an algorithm too? Folklore says I can, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, it's always a crapshoot. Um, you know, it's one of those things, it's, it's almost like going to the casino and, uh, you know, playing a game like blackjack or poker. You know the house has better odds, but if you have the right skills and technique, you, you're going to make yourself a lot more lot more dangerous. So last question for you before we run out of time here. Does the type of machine matter? Like, let's say I walk up to one that's got, you know, it's at one of those arcades where it's got tickets, rolls of tickets in it, mm-hmm. or you walk up to one that's got really cool stuff like jewelry and stuff you normally don't find in a claw grab versus the typical... Um, Stuffed animals, stuff like that. Does it matter which which machine you're playing? It does for your odds. Um, so just for example, like there's some games at Six Flags that have iPhones or PS4s in them. Those are are, are virtually impossible unless you hit it on that one, you know, period of but time. But would that be like a higher percentage, like one out of every 100 instead of one out of every 50? Do they increase those? Yes, more like one out of every 2,500. Whoa. That was the average when I was working there. Okay. So um, my, my, my thought and feeling with claw machines is if you start practicing enough, you'll figure out which claw manufacturers have better machines to win. Um, my recommendation, and this is for all you claw nerds out there, if anyone knows this manufacturer, I, you should be so impressed with yourself. Coast to Coast has the best claws to win on. Where do you find those? Those oftentimes we found at Walmart. Okay. And, and so Walmart's probably, the for the average person, that's where you got the best odds. Best training ground. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, tell everybody, Brian McCann, again, the, the book is How to Beat the Claw Machine. Tell people where they can get it. You can get it on Amazon, and you can also go to clawmachinebook.com. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on, Ryan. Yeah. I, I sat down and read, I, I would say, the bulk of it in probably a half an hour. So It's meant for kids. It's meant for adults. It's yeah. meant for anyone just to get a good idea. And then quit wasting your time reading the book. Get out there and play some claw machines. With lots of pictures, too. Lots of pictures. Love that. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan. Wiggins America, and you can pick up the podcast on Monday. Appreciate you being here this morning. Uh, a lot, and I'm not saying this wasn't important, but... We did solve more of the world's issues probably in the last couple segments than we did this one, unless your singular world issue is claw grab machines. Thanks for tuning in. This is Wiggins America. Appreciate you. See you next week. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.